Can we create healthier relationships, healthier social circles, healthier societies by focusing on nachas? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. We're up to the Torah portion of Metzora, as well as this coming Shabbos, a focus on the specialness of the Shabbos before Pesach, before Passover, referred to as Shabbos Hagadol, and Hopefully our words will actually make reference to both of these elements. Mitzorah, issues related to a quote-unquote leprosy, some type of a manifestation on the body that has elements that are somewhat similar to leprosy, but far more, in this context, far more spiritually induced and spiritually controlled. And a lot of focus in the Talmudic sources and Midrashim and the commentaries on the relationship between Mitzorah the person who suffers from this spiritual, physical malady, and the word motzi ra, that he expresses bad, motzi shemra, he expresses bad about others, slanders others, and the concept, the relationship between our speech, negative speech, lashon hara, and this tsara'as of the mitzora, and this type of a malady. And without dealing today with so much of the particulars of the process described in the Parsha that is the rectification for the person who suffered from this disorder. But the core issue, the Lashon Hara, the issue of speaking ill of others is one that deep down many of us recognize is simply not healthy. It's damaging, causes distance, discord, disrupts all types of goings on, be they in the family and the work setting in the community. And this issue of not controlling what it is that we say about the other, expressing negativity, slander, libel, and and certainly even when it's true, because Lashon Hara particularly, the Talmud describes, is when the statement is true, but too much information. There's no need for me to be telling you this information. It's not of consequence to you. I'm not protecting you by sharing this information. I'm simply maligning somebody else. Now, that said... And we want to walk it back. We want to avoid Lashon Hara because, honestly, we can't really walk it back once we've said it. It's very, very hard to reverse it. So we want to block it from ever being expressed, but it's difficult. We have this temptation to share the information with somebody else, to chop somebody down through the information, or simply get on your good side by helping you know that I'm in the know and I know about so-and-so. It makes us feel good to be schmoozy sometimes. How do we protect against this? Particularly, aside from the fact that in this Parsha we have the focus on the negativity. But the other element we refer to is that this Shabbos is referred to as the Great Shabbos, Shabbos HaGadol, related to an experience that took place on a Shabbos in Egypt, the last Shabbos of our stay in Egypt, after all those centuries of servitude and oppression, and now we're finally about to get out the door. And then that last Shabbos, that was the day, the 10th of Nisan, where we took the sheep, the lamb, actually technically also the goat of Egypt, we had the right to take either the, the, the lamb or the young kid goat and take that and then slaughter that to be the Paschal offering. Despite the fact that we knew that the Egyptians worshipped this thing and they would be very distraught and likely want to come and block at least and potentially even destroy our, our whole uh, process over here and destroy us in the process. But we knew that God is on our side and we went forth, we, we had the guts to go forth and take that 
animal of the Egyptians, tell them that we're taking it to slaughter it, and actually do so. And that all took place on the 10th of Nisan, which that year was a Shabbos, and gives a certain spiritual energy to this last Shabbos prior to Pesach. The taking of that lamb was for the Paschal offering, which had a unique element, commentaries describe, that there's a notion of sharing with others. You're not going to eat the whole animal on your own, at least with your family, very often families coming together, joining together, having a sense of little communities within the community. And the Talmud tells us that one of the merits that let us get out of Egypt, that gave us the exit pass, was the fact the Talmud, Midrashim described four special traits of Israel at that juncture. One of them was that they did not speak Lashon Hara. There was no evil speech. The context described in some of the commentaries is that many of us could have ratted on the others that, hey, this is what they're planning on doing. This is what they're going to be doing down the road. We knew the plan and we did not share it. We were willing to keep quiet, contain that information, not share the secret. And that is described as an element of control of the mouth, of being uh, capable of withholding the temptation to let you know that I know, hey, Mr. Egyptian, you're going to find that I'm so cool because I'm going to rat on the others and build up the esteem you're going to have for me. But no, 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 no. I don't want to do anything that's damaging to anybody else. I'm going to control that temptation. The not speaking Lashon Hara, coming together as a community with those sheep, symbolized in those last days in Egypt, and our Parsha Mitzorah telling us how there are such severe consequences when we don't have that control, when we share too much information, and we are creating discord rather than unity. So how do we get our act together and develop that control? I'd like to share a very, very potentially simple idea that maybe we can uh, allow to develop within our side, ourselves and, and hopefully take to heart and have a hopefully pretty solid piece of ammunition against this very damaging concept of Lashon Hara. And that is focusing on nachas and helping bring satisfaction, a certain sense of joy, tough word to translate, but nachas, that sense uh, the, when you have your child and for the first time they start talking and they start walking, they come home with that beautiful uh, report uh, that they did in school, they, they give you nachas, they give you a sense of pleasure and joy and ah, things are going well. Imagine. You have some information, you're talking to one of your siblings about the other, and you could share some kind of negative information about your brother or sister, but you know that your parent is going to know that you share their information. They're, they're going to be privy to that, and that's going to be disturbing to your parent. Out of your desire to give your parent nachas, I don't want mom or dad to be frustrated hearing about the negative trait or behavior of one of the kids, withholding that information to allow them to retain the nachas. Beautiful. I want to give my parent nachas, so I don't want to share things that are going to be contrary to that. Let me find something to say that gives them nachas. Let me find something that makes them happy to hear about their kids. Well, that's true of our immediate sibling. Well, how about if we broaden the picture a little bit and I understand that, okay, I've got my blood relatives, my brother or sister, but if all of Klai Yisrael, if we're all one big family, then he and she, brother and sister, they, my siblings, you, it doesn't matter 
that you're not living with my home, you're not part of my core little um, family, but you're part of the family of Kal Yisrael and the shared parent that we all have. Hashem looking down and we want to bestow him nachas is the comment I'm about to say about him or her or that group or this community. Is that comment bringing our shared parent nachas? If it is, go for it. If it isn't, why? Why say something that is going to be contrary to the pleasure that our parent wants to seek within our own family? Why share something that's be contrary to the pleasure that God wants to have of all of us collectively? And again, there are times when we are allowed to, there are times when we are encouraged to, or we are demanded to share negative information to protect others. And check in, talk to your rabbinical advisors, uh, contact me at Tachlis Coaching uh, at Gmail, happy to share the basic criteria described as to when we must when it's imperative to share that negative information. And there are very specific criteria that govern even in those circumstances. But outside of those cases, it's simply because I'm in a schmoozy mood, just wanna talk. Again, I'm gonna kind of build up that you respect the fact that I've got, I'm in touch with what's going on, I'm in the know, or simply I'm talkative and I wanna share, but if the comment I'm about to make is not gonna provide Nachas to the one above. Let me find something else to be sharing in that moment. Very simplistic idea. I think applying that and being focused on wanting to bring our own parents nachas, wanting to bring our community leadership nachas. I don't want to be cutting people down within the community. I want to be bringing my, hey, if you like your employer, I want to bring my boss nachas. I want to bring my society. I want to bring HaKadosh Baruch. I want to bring God nachas. Having that attitude can help us hold back from some of the negative comments and substitute something positive instead. In so doing, reattaching ourselves that merit that we were in control before we left Egypt. And that was one of the merits that got us out. We were doing a mitzvah that developed a sense of camaraderie and community and joining together. And we want to be focused on that this time of year as well. And with the Parsha of Mitzvah reminding us to let's steer clear of anything that's going to bring about anything like that, Saras. And even if we don't have that miraculous type of intervention today, hey, that's not ultimately a positive thing. That means we can have that spiritual debt and have no means of really tackling it. So let's try to be the type of people who have that control. We are focused on bringing God of Nachas, looking forward to sharing positive things about each other, avoiding the negative. In so doing, becoming the type of people who are far more likely to achieve our tackles.